Welcome back to the Armor Men's Health Hour with Dr. Mystery and Donna Lee. Hello and welcome to the Armor Men's Health Hour. I'm Dr. Mystery, your host, here with my co-host, the amazingly energetic and well-rested Donna Lee. <laughs> That's right. He's, uh, as you regular listeners know, I took a little time off and I came back all fully rested. It was wonderful. You said to me, I think I quote, go fix your face and take off the month of March. Wasn't that right? I don't know. That doesn't sound like me. <laughs> Sounds like a very crass thing, a very un. I was very stressed and had some weird inflammation say. in my mouth, and you were you were like, "You go away." Go away. <laughs> well, there you go. If you're looking for compassion, you know where to come. You don't turn here. Uh, <laughs> Look away. I'm Doctor Mystery. I'm a board-certified <laughs> urologist. This is a uh, men's health show that's brought to you by the Urology Practice, started in 2007. NAU Urology Specialist. It used to be North Austin Urology, but we grew bigger. And now we're stuck with the email address and oh, the website. It's really awful. It's changing names is tough. I think we should do the change soon because the NAU thing, people are like, now urology specialists. And we're like, we'll see you now. NAU. <laughs> That's awful. Why don't you tell people where our offices are and how to get a hold of us? We are not just in North Austin. Now we are all over Central Texas. We're in Round Rock, North Austin, South Austin, and Dripping Springs, Texas, uh, where they love dripping and dripping springs. They love dripping and dripping We're springs. We're trying to stop their dripping. We are seeing patients <laughs> every day, both in a telemedicine <laughs> as well as an inpatient way. We have availability uh, usually within the next, you know, just in the next few days. Uh, unless seeing, it's an emergency. Then unless we'll it's an emergency, then we'll see you today. So mm-hmm. t- emergencies for us would be include you know, acute kidney stones, any sort of sudden onset ball pain you need to like do not pass go and come to us so we mm-hmm. can take care of it. And if you're just really concerned, if you have a new cancer diagnosis, if you have a need for a second opinion or any kind of urologic uh, issue, and then for men's health and wellness kinds of things, we, we take care of your weight loss, take care of your nutritional supplements, we take care of your weird, funky rashes that you may want a different mm. approach to, and that's the kind of stuff that we do. That's right. We also have pelvic floor physical therapy and a sex therapist on site for all the other weird things. That's right. And uh, well, one of the interesting specialty areas that we uh, have is couples that are going through marital troubles related to fertility journey, mm-hmm. because that can be very stressful. Mm. Uh, we really take a real interest in helping couples cope with that, both the man and the woman partner. Commonly, we hear of sex as a chore and how the relationship really just is revolving around this journey to become parents. Mm-hmm. And a lot of couples uh, have stress from that. And we, we love to help couples deal with that. Sex is a chore. It's a terrible chore. <laughs> it's just because of you. Well, we'll have Michael on you one day. You spend half the time trying to look for his penis. That's, right. That's what he said. Sorry. <laughs> you know, I have, I have four boys. You do have yes. four boys. And the worst thing that I can smell is when they all decide to take their shoes off in the car. Ew. Makes me think about stinky, smelly feet. And that's why we have a special guest and on. And so we have a special guest on today. <laughs> Dr. <laughs> Dr. Andrew Cassidy. You never really know how I'm going to segue, right? I don't. I, it's feel, I, I feel like it's, a, it's, it's my fourth superpower. You planned this. It is that's right. That's right. He's the uh, founder of Lone Star Podiatry. And I was saying thank you so much for, uh, for joining us today, oh, thank Andrew. Thank you for having me. Foot problems. Ah, uh, there's plenty uh, of them. Are, and, and you really kind of just take your feet for granted, oh, yeah. I think, until you have some problem. So you can't walk. And, and over the years, I've had, you know, my share of foot problems. And I think there's probably confusion out there about 
what types of problems are appropriate for a, a podiatrist? What do podiatrists do? You know, uh, your training is not through medical school, it's through podiatry school, which is extremely hard to get into. There's very few of you around, and you guys are surgeons. Maybe you give me a little background on podiatry. Yeah, well, that's that's a good thing to know because podiatrists are much better trained than they were 20 years ago. I mean, all these kids go through basically the same two years of didactic courses that any medical school student goes through. And then the second two years, we focus more on podiatry, but we still do rotations through general surgery, primary care, um, every other discipline. I even delivered two babies through, during oh. residency. Right, so oh, boy. Not bad. Right. <laughs> Feet first, I hope. But um. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, don't, don't bring your you know, breech purse into my office. So. But so they're well trained. And it's funny, I think more of the foot and ankle surgeries done in residency are, are, we okay? mm-hmm. are done by podiatrists now. I think a lot of the orthos mostly do hips, knees, and shoulders. And then when they want to do foot and ankle. I feel like that's a song. We, 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 we have an end to that. Hips, shoulders, <laughs> she's, nose, and toes. Nose and toes. Sneeze. What's a sneeze? Anyway, Anyway, continue. So they go back and do fellowships. And so So we do anything foot and ankle, including what orthos won't do, which is skin conditions, like like you're talking about your boys, smelly feet, the fungus issues, plantar warts, wounds. I mean, stuff that orthopedists won't do. So we do quite a bit more. You know, as somebody who was training and going through some incredible um, uh, traumatic experiences, uh, you know, in, in terms of the uh, the kind of training that we had, uh, a lot of times we'd come across diabetic foot wounds and mm. non-healing ulcers on the foot, things that may require amputations, uh, and a lot of other types of skin conditions, but less kind of severe than those things is this idea of foot fungus. And uh, when I go out and I see ads for podiatrists and uh, why people might go, uh, I think about foot fungus, and then when I see the feet of some of my patients and I think to myself, <laughs> man... That those mm. toenails, they you might need, need some support. help, you know. Um, and I was surprised because fungus everywhere else, we usually think of it as pretty easy. Yeah. A couple of days of an oral yeah. something, and you're good. But then I speak to people, and they and we t- they talk about weeks and weeks and months and months and endless therapy for foot fungus. Maybe you could just talk about, you know, what is foot fungus? What does it look like? Yeah. And why is it so hard to treat? Well, the skin. Um, infection of a fungal issue is pretty easy to address. You know, um, use it with some topicals, but you got to address the environment that the foot is in. And I think that's the biggest issue. When you have a fungal infection underneath your arm, it's pretty easy to keep that area clean and dry. But the problem is, what is a shoe? A sweat, a sweaty, moist, dark environment, which is a perfect environment for fungus to grow. Mm. And so you got to address those issues. So otherwise, you reinfect yourself every single day of your life. So you're, that's a hard part to get over. Now, the problem with nail fungus it goes from underneath the nail up into the nail. So the nail is an actual barrier to the next fungus. So when you're trying to treat it topically, that's why topicals are at best 30% effective. Because they don't go through the nail. So you can thin the nail, you can file it thin. Some guys will actually drill holes in the nail so it can penetrate deeper. Uh, you, you know, people will talk about, oh, I took off the nail, but it still came back fungus because it's embedded in your system. All right. Um, Oral medications are a little bit better for nail fungus. They're about 70% effective. But the knock on them is the toxicity to the liver. I think worse reputation than it deserves. I mean, the mandates now that we don't even test for our liver functions, I do. What's, I the, antibody- what, what's the antifungal most people Most use? common one is Lamisil. And okay. It's a, it's a four-month course. You can either take it every day, a little bit every day, or you can pulse dose it, which I double the dose, but I do it one week out of the month. So it stays in your system for a long time. So you have less pills and less potential for liver toxicity. What's and it the same look efficacy. like? What's, uh, what's, what's toenail fungus look like? Like if you're sitting looking at Crumbly, your Crumbly, yellow, thick nails. And if we all live long enough, we'll get nail fungus. 
Hmm. You know, huh. it's, it's kind of like men and prostate cancer. If we all live long enough, we can probably have prostate cancer. You know, same thing with nail fungus. It's kind of a badge of honor for you go to any nursing home, probably 95% of the people have it. Huh. Man, you'd have such a business if you just went there and just gave them a bunch of <laughs> yeah. Camped letters. out. <laughs> Problem is, <laughs> not a lot of money in cutting nails. <laughs> you know? um, but, but, you know, these things can be dangerous, you know, because they can dig into the opposite toes. They can cause wounds, oh. and then in an appropriate patient, like a diabetic patient or immunocompromised, then that becomes a wound, it gets infected, gets to bone, and you don't cure bone. You cut out bone. So that's when mm-hmm. you start talking about the pe- these poor people being whittled away on. So does this usually smell? There is a pun- pungent odor usually. Oh. You know? But now that's not always meaning that we have nail fungus. I mean, just sweat in a shoe can cause a funky odor. Right? But then assuming there, if there's an odor, there's either bacteria or fungus for sure. I got you. And if I was trying to just make my kids' shoes uh, smell better, uh, what should I put in their shoes? <laughs> so that's so that's a good issue. So a couple things. Fungal One is there's some great over-the-counter antifungal powders, a really good one I like. It's called Zeasorb. You can get it at any kind of pharmacy. How do you like spell that? Z-E-A-S-O-R-B. Okay. Z-E-A-S-O-R-B. It's a good astringent powder, and it's antifungal. Win-win. And it's over-the-counter. Not cotton socks. Cotton is not a wicking fiber. So okay. you want synthetic fiber socks like Coolmax, DryFit. There's have more lycra and spandex, so they wick moisture away. And there's even Won't something. Won't they slip around in the shoe? No, actually, they do better. Okay, and they and they and they last better than cotton socks. Okay, hmm. and then you can even spray any perspirant on your feet if you want. If you want a holistic way of controlling the sweating of your feet, yes. this is fun. You yeah. soak your feet in black tea. You do it once a day, once oh. a day for a week for about an hour, and then once a week after that for an hour. And the tan dry up the sweat glands. That's so interesting. That is interesting. And there's even this device called SteriShoe, mm-hmm. which is a little UV light that goes on the inside of the shoes and kills all the fungus and bacteria on the inside of the shoe. So that way you don't wow. reinfect yourself. I love it. I'm buying an entire gallon of Zeozorb. Zeozorb. It's wonderful it's free stuff. Free commercial. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was an excellent uh, rundown on foot fungus, something that you know most people probably aren't talking about with their no, friends no one likes around the corner. About and then Not you only really talk about uh, smelly feet by going, Ew. <laughs> Put your, put, your, put your shoes back on. <laughs> well, uh, uh, we had the pleasure of having uh, Dr. Andrew Cassidy from Lone Star Podiatry. His number is 512-263-5454. Thank you so much for joining oh, thank us. Thank you. LoneStarPodiatry.com. And uh, how do they get a hold of us? You can call us at 512-238-0762. Our website is ArmorMensHealth.com. And I don't know if you knew this. I have a body part that I've named Paulina. Oh, boy. It, it is my bunion. <laughs> well, this is one of his mold. Thank Thank you you for joining us. (laughs) Dr. Mystery wants to hear from you. Email questions to armormenshealth at gmail.com. We'll be right back with the Armor Men's Health Hour.